What's up, boys, and welcome to the Debrief Podcast. It's your co-host, Anna Van Blair. I'm here with my best friend and co-host, Grace Mullins. We hope this podcast leaves you encouraged. Now let's jump in and have some fun. Good morning. Good morning. It's not morning. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. She's really feeling like a morning person this morning. She's a happy camper. <laughs> Welcome back to the Debrief Podcast, boys. What's we're up, guys? Ex- we're excited that you're here. Good morning. Are y'all morning people? Good morning persons? Grace, are you a morning person? Girl. Yeah, you tell me. Am I a morning person? Very much. Heck yeah, I am. I love good morning. Very much And so. are you a morning person? I am. Yeah. Barely. But like, yeah. not in your face morning. I'm good. Like I'm ready to go in the morning. I love mornings. I love good coffee in the morning. My favorite like genre of food is breakfast. Yeah, I just learned (laughs) that about you the other day. Genre. I like that. Word. (laughs) Anyways, guys, welcome to our episode where we are going to be talking all about camp. Everybody, we're We're camp, camp, we're camp, camp, we're camp. camp. Wait, first I want to say, do you guys love our intro as much as I do? Because I be bopping to that thing. Do y'all have like a little go-to dance that you do whenever the intro comes on? Because I kind of do like this time. I did a little surfer moment. Like I did a little like... Catch a wave and you're sitting on yes, top of the world. But also, but every time at the very beginning where it's like, bing, 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 bing. You know what I'm talking about? I always do a little like, like I'm flicking my hands. Like I kind of, I have my go-to dance for it. Like she literally can't find a towel and she has water on her hands. So she just like flicks them dry. Yeah, no kind of. But it's like a, it's like a lot more cooler because I'm a really cool dancer. Mm. No, you're not. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Really. I'm the better Between dancer. the two of us. Between the two of us, you re- think that you're the better dancer. I do. Really? I, I can gritty I, 20 times better gritty than Gritty is you. one dance out of all the dances. Okay. Okay, I can't gritty, yeah. That's for sure. Can you jerk, though? I cannot. Ooh! Because I'm not a jerk. <laughs> roasted. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait. I just got roasted. <laughs> <laughs> the story of when Grace finds the air horn button. <laughs> Word. Yeah, I got first try, too. So that's Word. what I'm talking about. All right, guys, I'm going to hit you with a little outline so we can get this podcast started. So are y'all ready for Outlines with Anna? All right, guys, for this episode, we are going to be jumping into our new trivia segment called Triple G Trivia. Triple G Trivia. We'll expand on that in a few minutes, guys. Expand on that. Ooh, great vocabulary, Anna. Yes. So we're going to do Triple G Trivia after our intro, and then we're going to be talking all about camp. Grace and I have come up with some questions we're going to be answering about camp so you guys can get to know our hearts behind it, why we love it so much, and why it's just such an awesome ministry. And then we are going to move into our debrief of... Service, guys. We're going to be talking about service, being intentional with our service and service. building the kingdom through our service. Word. Oh, preaching. Okay, I was I was being like volleyball referee over here, and you were just being a preacher. <laughs> and that volleyball thing, service, service. Yes. Word. All right, guys. But first, we're going to talk about um, these past few days because Grace and I have been snowed in. Let it snow, let it snow. Snowcation. We actually did watch Frozen 2 at one point. Oh my gosh, yes. yes. Anna had never seen Frozen 2. Mm. Go flame her. I mm-hmm. had like low-key seen it, but not like watched it, like sat down and watched it. Yeah, no, Frozen 2 be deep. You gotta watch the whole thing to actually understand it. The first time I saw Frozen 2, I was a whopping, I was like 19. And I was I didn't, a whopping 19 years old. <laughs> I was old, y'all. No, I didn't get it. Like Frozen 2, <laughs> Frozen 2 is beyond me. I watched it. And I thought it was amazing, but I didn't get like with the spirit and the, oh, like I didn't get the significance of that. <laughs> and I still don't really know if I get it if I'm being so transparent on the podcast right She's now. She's like, no, you have to watch this part. Like this part's good. And I'm like, okay. okay. Yeah, it's amazing. And oh my gosh, we watched the Olaf, you know, in Frozen 2, if you know, you know, if you don't know Frozen 2, I'll make this quick, I promise. You know, in Frozen 2 where Olaf recaps like all of Frozen 1 and he's like 
slam, doors closing everywhere. And he like recaps Frozen. If you need a fun little, like, this is like a 10 minute activity, Olaf on Disney Plus. It's called, oh, what is it called? I don't know. Just look up Olaf and it's you'll find like it. It's like Olaf Presents and then he does like yes, different- Yes, Olaf Presents. Um, different He recaps movies. different Disney movies. He has like a, he recaps Moana. They're all like a minute long. He recaps Moana, Lion King, Tangled. Aladdin. Aladdin and something else. Oh, The Little Mermaid. Oh, Little Mermaid. Yes, yes okay, and it's like, it's like a two to, two to three minute clip of him like doing just the main scenes in that. And he's so like all the characters. Funny. It's hilarious, y'all. No, Josh Gad really outdid himself, the guy who plays Olaf. Anyways. Yeah, it's so. been fun. But um, other than watching that, we decided after a few days of like when the roads got better that we we're going to go on a road trip. Road trip. Yeah, we said I've been snowed in for too long. Yeah, Grace hasn't had to work. Been trapped in these walls for too long. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Awkward. You know, I've been out of school. I don't I don't remember how to teach, guys. I have not. We've had six snow days. I didn't have to go to work today. I have not. It's almost been two weeks since I've been to work. And like not a break or anything, just snow days. <laughs> snow days. Snowballs. Yeah. And like before, she went to a bachelorette trip. So she literally had like that half a Thursday yeah, I, and Friday off. And I then taken off a couple days. Five snow days. And then today or no, the last two days. And then, yeah. So anyway, she's mm. living life. Tomorrow she's, we got a two-hour delay, so I get to go to work at nine, not instead of seven fifteen. Hallelujah! She's practically unemployed, but I'm getting that paper. Yeah, she I'm is. getting paid though. But anyways, guys, we decided we we're gonna go on a road trip, and we went to Shaco Springs Conference Center. It's a campground that um, oh, we have such worked a beautiful at place. for the past few summers. So we just decided it's literally four hours away, and we we're like, Grace mentioned it. Like five or six times. Yeah, now. a theme in our friendship, as you guys know, is we mentioned something and then we kind of joke about it, and then we most if not always, end up doing it. Hence why we're literally recording a podcast right now. Yeah. I mentioned like, what if we just like drove to Shaco? Mainly because it'd be hilarious and I wanted to tell a story. Like when we saw like, we're having like a rec director training in March and I wanted to be like, guys, we went to Shaco. And they'd be like, why? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> no reason. my eyebrows. Why? I, I don't know. know. That's literally yeah. why. Like there's no reason. Um, yeah, it was super, super fun. And on the way, um, two of our friends live in Coleman, Alabama, and we were able to stop and see them. And um, so shout out to you guys, Gibby and Hannah. We Gibby love and you Hannah, guys. I love you guys. Um, but we Gibby stopped- made us some lattes. I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry. We stopped at Gibby's um, coffee place and he made us lattes. Grace, tell him what kind of latte you got. You guys, I got the I got the Yang latte for the one and only Christina Yang, Grey's Anatomy. Okay, and this really got me hooked. Also, the uh, this is like you know this is a Christian podcast, and Gibby's the name of Gibby's coffee shop was Karma. Yeah, so we don't support Karma. Karma, it's not my boyfriend. But no, um, Grace literally, yeah, she got a Yang one because of Christina Yang, and she also changed her lock screen, her lock screen to. Oh my gosh, yes, I put this on life updates. I put Grey's Anatomy lock screen with a bunch of hard eyes on our. Life updates on our outline because yes, no, my lock screen is currently the beautiful. Actually, whoa, it switched. But it, wait, let me change it. Back to Christina Yang, oh, and yeah. not only is it Christina Yang, but she's making like this cute little like sassy face. She's Fake really slaying. Yeah, I think I love Christina Yang. This is psychological, and we could do a whole podcast on this. Really, I love Christina Yang because there are so many. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many, and I know you really. You guys are all wanting to know why I have this obsession with Christina Yang. It's because she has so many character traits that I don't have, like the confidence she has and things that she says. She's so bold. <laughs> I need more of that. She's very like goal oriented, and she's only like she's only worried about that goal and nobody else. She's so confident <laughs> in her ability to do the goal. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I got goals. Old, but not the confidence like she has. Anyways. But yeah, we went to the coffee shop. Gibby made us some um, lattes. He's a barista there. And then we, um, oh, yeah. our friend Hannah met us and we went to this popcorn shop. We got the Coleman Mix. Coleman Mix was really supporting that hometown. Yeah. You support small businesses. It was so wholesome. It was. It was like in the little downtown strip. And then we went to a few boutiques. And I want to move to Coleman. Mm. I'm going to move right now. 
Okay. Um, so yeah, we went to Coleman, walked downtown, and then we went and checked out Gibby's place, and then we headed to Shaco, and we just went and we like reminisced on Shaco and everything oh my gosh, that it was. Oh it was so <laughs> sweet. No, it was freezing cold, first of all. It was like 20 degrees, and me and Anna are just outside running around on the recreation field. Obviously, we both like do recreation where you play games outside, and that Shaco rec field, holy ground. Holy ground. I literally 100%. like took a picture of the grass. Yeah, we were just geeking. No, I think also because we had been cooped up inside for so long. Yeah. But we were just running around like little kids, just like, the grass. Oh, my gosh, the shaco grass. And then we, like, <laughs> drove around. We're like, there's where we had, like, our track times at camp. And there's where, um, like, we all stayed. That was a really fun cabin. And here's This is where, where we danced in the rain. And yes. this is where... I was crying and this is where Ripped. like, no, we went into all kinds of stuff and it was This is where Mary Beth fell off the diving board. If you know, you know. If you have not heard the story about our friend Mary Beth falling off the diving board, go listen to our Embarrassing Stories podcast. You will not regret it. The Shaco Springs, the conference center we visited on Saturday, is where the diving board fiasco occurred. Word. And it was very good to reminisce that. That was the, probably the best. Yeah, guys. So that's what we did um, over you do? part of the snowcation. Did it snow where you were at? Tell us. We're listening. I'm just playing the <laughs> enemy. All right, guys, we're going to move into our mini game section. Mini game. And guys, we are creating a new little routine here on the Debrief Podcast. We are going to do six different segments, so a six-week rotation. How many segments? Six. Yeah. Six of them, guys. So this first week in the rotation is going to be Triple G Trivia, which stands for... God. No, not God. <laughs> Grace's mind is always on God. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Triple G you trivia. You look good. It stands for, yeah. So whenever you're doing trivia, and I'm always asking Anna the questions, and when I ask her, she either has got it, that's first G, mm-hmm. she either guesses, that's second G, <laughs> or should we need to Google it? Yes. That's the third G. So got, got it, it, guess, Google. Google. Or guess Google got it. <laughs> or got or God, God, what God. What was that? Love him. What was that? Mm-mm. Okay. And then... <laughs> oh that was me goodness. rapping. Anyway, so our first segment is going to be Triple G Trivia. And then our next segment for the next week is going to be our call-in segment called Pick Up the Phone. Pick Up the Phone, friends. We're, we're going to be calling our friends and asking them a question of the week. Our yep. third week is going to be Would You Rather or... And- we don't really have a name for that one because we, if we didn't call it Would You Rather, you'd probably be confused. So we're going to call it Rather You Would, I think. Oh. I haven't approved this with my co-host. Perhaps. perhaps. Okay, anyway. Then the fourth stamp. week, we are going to do Two Truths and a Lie, but that's really going to be called I Know You Lying. I Know You Lying. Mm-hmm. I Know You Lying. Because Anna be saying that because she's always trying to call me out. <laughs> yeah. But I've never lied. Right. I'm and then <laughs> um, the fifth week is going to be our Just a Minute game where you are given a random topic and you have to talk on it for one minute. And you guys might be thinking that's easy for you fools, but it's not you whenever fools. you're under pressure. Cause under pressure, yeah. Because like the one time we did this game one time, and I asked Anna to talk about recycling. And whenever you don't recycle, uh, not to call out my co-host or anything, mm. she was <laughs> she was floundering. I was. It was bad. And then our sixth week in the rotation, we are going to be doing um, the trend when you know the no, word that song. Sing along. Sing along. So that was popular. That. People seem to like that when we, we did We like it. that one. So that's like we're going to have six different segments each week. And then after when, you know, we'll go back to trivia. trivia. Speaking of trivia. Triple G trivia. Anna, do you want to play Triple G trivia right now? Let's play Triple G trivia. <laughs> Let's go. Triple G trivia. Whenever you're Triple G trivia, you either got it. You either going to guess or you either going to have to Google it, but not on the podcast. Okay. Because that is called... It. Hashtag cheating. All right. Okay. And since today's topic is all about working camp and camp elements are all rooted in the gospel and the truth of God. God's word. God's word. God's word. God's word. It's all it. rooted in the gospel at camp. So we're just going to do some Bible trivia. Oh, yeah. Let's okay. get it. Okay, okay. Okay. Because you're a Christian, aren't you, Anna? Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. So I am. I, I am, am a Christian. C. I am, I am a, a CH. CH. Okay. I am a CHR. Okay. All right. Number one. <laughs> Coach Anna, oh, sorry, we'll start off with an easy one. Wait, 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 I have a joke for you, Grace. 
Who is the locksmith of the Bible? Oh. Uh, <laughs> lot? Lot, the locksmith? No, Zacchaeus. Uh. <laughs> That's a good one. You're the only it? one laughing. Oh, no, the listeners are laughing. Dang it. Okay. okay. All right, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Back to Triple G trivia. I love the sound effects. I'm getting good. What Let's do you go. think? What do you yeah. think? How do you think I'm doing? You're the sound killing effects? the game, best friend. Thank you. Okay. The first one we're gonna start off with an easy trivia question, kind of, because I want you to be able to build your confidence. Okay. Okay. Now, what's awkward is that if this one isn't easy for you, then I don't know. Yeah. What's the last book of the Old Testament? <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. I know, like a lot of them. I'm just kidding. What's the lie? Like I forfeit. Oh. 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 Hey, she should be rapping. She's whipping into questions. She's, she's saying all the men. Guys, wait. She's having a moment. We're going to practice patience. Whoa. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Malachi. Last book of the Old Testament, Malachi. If you guys said Malachi listening in the car and you shouted out and you were trying to help our co-host Anna, you were correct. Malachi, last book of the Old Testament. Great job. Word. All right, number two. Um. Okay, this one I actually didn't know this. I knew... There's three parts. Okay. It's kind of says answer. Let's get it. Who were Adam and Eve's three sons? <laughs> I know they had two sons. Cain and Abel. Yeah. And Their the third son. Yeah, they had a third son. He must Wait. be younger because I don't remember him being before Cain and Abel. Look at you using that logic. Okay, since he's younger, what does that say about his name? Tell um, me just the letter it starts with. I don't remember. It starts with an S. Seth. Whoa. Let's get it. Let's get it. Good Cain, job. Abel, and Seth. If you sons. guys listeners said Cain, Abel, and Seth, you were absolutely correct. Correct. Good job. Let's get it. Correct. Wow, two for two. Two for two. Let's get it. Not a four for four. Let's see if you can get a four for four and we From can go Wendy's. to Wendy's. <laughs> hey, number three. Okay, number three. Who was the first king of Israel? Israel. 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 <laughs> I don't know what that's from. Oh, scary. First king of Israel. Give me a hint. Okay. I know um, that Israel didn't need a king. Word. They begged God for it. And then they gave him. So it's like, uh, it's your boy, but before your boy was actually your boy. If you know what I'm saying. And if you know Anna's boy, she My boy is Paul. Saul. King Saul. My boy is Paul, but before he was Saul, but we're not talking about the same Saul, but Saul was the first Saul king of Israel. the hint that I could have given you, Saul. So. Let's hey, go. King three Saul. For three. three for three with a little hint on the three side. Three-pointer. <laughs> a little hint on the side. Oh, good Three-pointer, nothing but net. Hey. Boy. Okay. Number four. This one's maybe a little more tricky, okay? Okay. Who wrote the first five books of the Old Testament? Mm. You're resting your head on the mic. I'm dead. God. No, I'm just kidding. God. Word. God. Okay. <laughs> when in doubt, is it Jesus? Um... I want to say Abraham. Father Abraham. But logically, Abraham wouldn't have made it through the first five books of the Bible because he died. Oh, man. Yeah, that's not right. But that's my guess it. was Abraham, so now I have nothing. I mean, I know like bigger Bible characters, but I just don't know if they would have been like the ones to actually write it. I heard a rap song about Father Abraham the other day because, you know, we're still fasting secular music. <laughs> kind of goes pretty hard. I was listening to it when I was working out the other day. Good Lord. Okay. Yeah. Who wrote him? I don't know. Oh, who wrote that was my guess. Okay. So if you guys don't know, if you know it right now, scream it at Anna. Scream it, and I'm going to scream it, Anna. It was Moses! Hey, Moses, you part of the Red Sea and wrote the first five books of the Bible. Oh, hashtag talent. <laughs> Let's well, get it. Well, that was cringy. That was, that was cringy. Um, yeah, it was Moses. So okay, three job, for Moses. four. I didn't get to four He's for four. He's a scholar. Damn. I'm going to dap Moses up when I see him. When you see him? In heaven. Oh, right. <laughs> we can't get Wendy's after this now anymore. Okay, okay, number five. 
Okay, and this one also might be a little hard. What does Israel mean? Okay, the meaning of the word Israel. Israel. Chosen people. Like, because they were God's chosen people. That is uh, close, but no. Okay. I can see it. Well, yeah. Okay, if you know it, scream it. The, like, legit word Israel. The okay. legit world is they are the chosen people from God. They're the chosen nation. But the actual meaning apparently means prevails with God. Prevails with God. Which, I mean, if you're chosen, then you're going to prevail with God. So sure. I could say, I'll give you, I'll give you a half, half point. Six. <laughs> you owe me a Coke. You owe me a LaCroix. Okay. You owe me a sparkling yeah, water. Yeah, Grace doesn't drink like stuff like that. I drink sparkling water. Yes, yeah, she does. Because I'm from Great Britain. <laughs> All right, number six. Um, number six. This is the last one, okay? Okay. You can really dream yourself. Just go out with a bang. What instrument did David play? The harp. Let's get it. <gasps> yes, and Anna can also play the harp. Yeah. Right in there, right, Anna? No. <gasps> I can't play the harp. Hey, that was a test. Good job. You just said you didn't lie. Like you don't lie. I know. I yeah. Uh, but I was thinking if you did. Oh, okay. You were testing me. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's Word. fine. She's at Alice. Hey, you All know, right. like I was like five and a half. Was it five? No, and I was like four and a four half and out and of half? six. Yeah, one out of six. Good job, best Let's friend. Let's get it. I hope you guys learned a little something. She knows the Bible. And that actually was your interview to be able to work camp again for your third summer. And you passed. I don't know if you have the power to give me the job I got there. the power. Oh, I got, I the, got power. the power. Okay, no. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed Triple G Trivia. Yeah. And I uh, got most of them, and you had to guess some of them, but no Googling was required. Word. Because I am your source of Google, because I already Googled the answers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we are going to move into our segment talking about camp. We're going to be talking oh gosh, specifically so about Centric Kid Camps um, and just the blessing that it's been in our life um, and just how awesome of a ministry it is, how awesome the people that work camp and who um, facilitate camp and all these things are. And we are just going to give you guys some memories Um Talk about our calling for camp and just our um, history with Centric Kid. Oh, yes. So yeah, hopefully I'm this podcast will be really helpful for like if you ever, if you went to camp when you were a kid, uh, hopefully it's going to be really fun for you to listen to because camp is so fun and awesome. And then are you okay over there? Is your shoulder hurting you? Yeah, my shoulder is hurting me actually. Oh, guys, pray for her. Pray for her <laughs> shoulder. Anyways, if you, and if you have any interest in working at summer camp, maybe you've always kind of th- thought about it. Hopefully this can just give you an insight. What are you doing? <laughs> it's being so weird. Hopefully this can give you an insight as to what goes on at camp and just how awesome the staff is and how the awesome memories you can make and also just how impactful it is for your faith. I literally cannot imagine, I can't explain how much I've grown in my faith I'm going to attempt to explain in this podcast, yeah. but hopefully this is going to be helpful to give you a behind the scenes of what goes on at camp and if you want to work camp, yeah, hopefully this can give you some practical tips. All right, word. Grace, how did you hear about Central Kid and when did you feel the call to work camp? You're asking me? I'm asking me. you, girl. Me, girl, I'm a 16th birthday. Okay, so I went to camp um, all four years, actually, as a camper, and I literally wanted to be a staffer ever since. Um, yeah, thankfully, I, I grew up in, like, my mom and I was a single mom who works two jobs. She was incredible. Um, but with that, like, we didn't really get to go to church that often because she was just so busy with all the things we were doing. And so um, camp was the first time that I ever heard the gospel preach, and it made me realize the safe place that we have in God. And because of all the crazy things that happened on my home life, I really felt such stability and such peace and belonging um, whenever the Century Kids staffers told me about who God was. And the Century Kids staff, they were always just so full of joy. And it made me realize that God is not just this far distant being, but he is our friend and we can have joy with him and we can laugh with him and we can play crazy games all really back to God. And I really felt that as a camper and I felt the love that the Century Kids staff gave to me. And I, so I went to camp all four years and one of the staff, 
And I, the main thing that like is my biggest heart for camp, there are so many beautiful pieces of camp, but the main thing that kind of keeps me coming back is camp has the opportunity to reach any kid from any background. And that's exactly what it was for me. You know, I wasn't the, the camper. I wasn't the kid that was at church every Sunday and every Wednesday, but I did get to go to Century Kid. And in that, I got to have Christian friends and I got to hear the gospel for the first time. And I got to experience the love of Jesus from the people around me and I just know that there are kids that come in that same situation today, of course. And so just mm-hmm. being able to give back to that and like, because if I didn't go to camp, I mean, it sounds dramatic, but I just don't know where I'd be in my life because of when I made, when I gave my life to Christ at camp, I mean, that changed everything else but my life. Word. And so... Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a life-changing ministry and it's um so thankful that you were able to go as a camper. Um, Thanks. I also went as a camper. My mom was a children's minister, and she took kids there for years and years and years. Yes. Um, and so How did I grew you hear up, about camp, and when did you feel the call? <laughs> yeah, I grew camp? up wanting to go, like, remember, like, seeing my brothers and everything going, and just, like, I couldn't wait my turn. Um, and so I went as a camper, and then um, a few years later, I served as a team assistant, um, which is, like, under a staffer. You're pretty much shadowing a staffer. So in 2019, I did that. And I remember leaving camp um, as a camper and being like, man, I want to be like those staffers. Like, I want to be that one that's, like pouring out and um, serving the Lord. And then as a TA, I went and it just reassured that. Um, And then after high school, I felt the call still to um, work camp and still had that desire. And so I was like, let's do it. And I'm super, super grateful um, to have like for the Lord to have kept that desire in my heart to continue to like um, want to work camp all throughout those years and all those different seasons of life and all the different things that um, my life looked like, but I still in my heart wanted to work camp and had that desire to serve him in that way. So it was just an awesome like experience to see one, God's faithfulness and two, um, just his will playing out in my life no matter what. Word. Yes. Okay. I We can move on to the next thing, but also like just wanted to sit on the fact that like when we, when I have felt that call to work camp when I was little and I was like, I want to be a staffer when I grew up. Oh my goodness. And now you talked about how that desire stayed with you. That is just so crazy because think about all the desires you have when you're a little kid. I mean, you want to be an astronaut. You want to be a marine biologist. You want to be the president. And then, but, and you want to be a century kid staffer. But that passion like stayed with me my whole entire life. I never forgot about camp, even though like I yeah. went for four years and then I never went again. Like I didn't really go to Fuge because I switched churches, blah, blah, blah. But the impact that came made and the call that God had for me stayed like that was such a real call, even as a kid. Like that yeah. just shows that's a whole other topic about just how God uses kids. But like it's just crazy. And that shows how impactful Century Kid is and just how powerful the Holy Spirit is and giving us that call and just that showing up through all the different crazy phases of life. Like it all came back to be able to work camp. Word. Oh, thank you. All right, we're gonna open up the history book. We're gonna tell you guys our CK history and um, the history book. <laughs> Don't worry, we- guys. We're not going into an actual history lesson, just of our awesome lives. So, right, we're gonna go into chapters five and six of our history book oh. because I served chapter. on CK five and CK six. Okay, chapters five. So okay. yes, twenty twenty two. That's a stretch. If you guys are lost, it's okay. I am too a little bit. Twenty twenty two. I served as a recreation staffer on CK five. Um, we traveled to. Cumberland, Tennessee. We went down to Florida at two locations. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cumberland, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cumberland, Cumberland University Tennessee. in Lebanon, Tennessee. So wow. you live here. I do. I'm you sorry. live five minutes from Cumberland, Tennessee. That's I'm fine. I'm just trying to teach her. It's okay. All right. And then we went down to Florida for two locations. We went to Indiana and partnered with a church. And then we went to Shaco Springs in that summer out. And then um, I served a summer on six in 2023. Um, as a recreation staffer. Yeah, oh my gosh, I worked on CK6 too this in past 2023? summer. In 2023? Yeah, in 2023. Did you see me on the Word. team? Weird. I did. Oh. Yes. Um, Grace was my rec, um, my rec director. I was her rec staffer. And then in the last week, I got to serve 
for three weeks as a recreation director on six. So that's kind of my history as a staffer with CK. And I'm super, super thankful for both of my summers. And I love both of my teams. And it was just an awesome experience. Oh, yes. Anne and I worked together once on our team. And now we realize we want to work together for the rest of our lives. That's why we started a podcast. Word. Uh, also, Coach, can you explain why your feet are on me currently? Yeah. What? What's your explanation? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I need to put That's my not, foot up. Okay. You're my on best my friend. Leg. Just deal with it. Okay. That's fair. This is good. Whatever. This is like teaching you. <laughs> not the whatever. Okay. Grace, fight, fight, fight. Where the heck have you been? Where the heck have you been on Central Kid History? I'll tell you guys. <laughs> we are on, we're in chapter six, if I'm trying to go in it's weird. Jo- I don't know. That, was that a joke or like a puzzle? I don't really know. Okay. I have worked here for three years. All three years, I worked on CK6, and that just means if you're CK5, CK6, that's just the, there are eight teams total as a kid, and I was on the sixth one, which is, it's a travel team. There are three stationary where, did you say this? No, there's three stationary and five travel teams. Oh, you're like, but I will now. It's <laughs> a kid world. Now so, I need, girl. Oh, now I need. Yeah, so my first summer, I was on CK6, and then they just kept me there all three summers, and when I got on my first team, I did not know that. We, so we were a travel team. Yes, I knew that we were going to be traveling. I did not realize we were going to travel every single weekend, mm-hmm. every single weekend. And I'm not complaining because clearly I came back and I'm obsessed with camp and I'm literally addicted and I don't, it's amazing. But we traveled every single weekend. And not only that, we also had two weekend camps. So sometimes we do camp Monday through Sunday and then we tear down all the elements that come with camp, our production, the lights, all the things, the Bible study rooms, put them in our box trucks. One time, that, so we did that all on Sunday night after we had done camp for seven days in a row. We tore down everything. We drove three hours to a different location. We set up again that night, Mm-mm. and the campers came that Monday, the next day, at the new location. That's a lot. Yeah, so and I'm saying this once again, not complaining, because I would do it again tomorrow. If they said, you want to do that same thing again? We'll do camp for seven days in a row? I would say, thank you, Jesus, yes. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, so if someone would have told me all the insanity, like how busy you are, I'm glad they didn't. I don't really know if it's even possible to word all the things that go into a camp day and into a, a, a whole summer, that being said. But I'm glad that no one tried to tell me because I don't know if I would have done it. Yeah. <laughs> because you don't, you can't grasp how much the power of the Holy Spirit is going to be so with you. And I'm not even, I know you're probably like, okay. But seriously, the power of the Holy Spirit is so tangible, literally giving me the strength to stay awake and not only to stay awake, but to have so much energy to generally be having fun, to have the joy of the Lord. Oh my gosh. And we'll go into that with more stories. Yeah. But no, it's insane. Camp makes you really rely on the Holy Spirit because if you don't, you will crash literally. And it's like, it's such a teaching moment for staffers. Yeah. So a practical point, if you want to staff, um, you can have the choice. You can, well, kind of, you can tell them whether you'd prefer to be on a stationary team and you're at the same location all summer, or if you want to, you know, we're a little biased because we've only done travel. If you want to do travel and you get to drive fun box trucks and you get to drive the van and get to travel the world a little bit, yeah. well, travel the South. Travel the southeast. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. So um, fun. Either way, travel or stationary, it's so fun. So amazing. You're sharing the gospel with second through sixth graders. I guess we didn't say that too. Uh, Anna, what is your favorite camp memory with your team? Teams, because you've had two teams. What's your favorite camp memory? Favorite camp memory. Um, yeah. Quickly, my first summer, favorite camp man- um, memory is my church group invited us to a lake house. Um, on the weekend and we were like traveling that way and they were like stop at our lake house and we're gonna feed you a home cooked meal because we know you haven't had in a while and we were like let's do it so we stopped and they had like like, thank you jesus home cooked meal in the middle of camp oh yes guys but they had um they had jet skis and they had boats out by their house and like on the lake and they were like ready to go for us but they like didn't i don't think they knew if we were gonna be able to do it or not so i was like trying to convince my director while we were eating i was like please (laughs) 
please just let us if go out the there. jet ski, she's going to try. She's going to get on the thing. Yes. It should have been I, known. And I like ended up going like knee deep in the water. We're all just like out there talking by the lake. And you're like, we're basically already swimming. We're basically already swimming. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to jump in. And then like, you have to say yes. Right. And so anyway, ended up convincing my director to like, let us go. And like all of us, we were just in like shorts and t-shirts from traveling that day. And we all like went on the boat. We went jet skiing. We went tubing. Literally my director Coral threw me off of the jet ski that day. And it was just such a time of like bonding for our team. And then we got, we dried off. We were all kind of soaking wet and we traveled to Kentucky for the rest of the day. It was so much fun. From Florida? Yeah. We're almost at this. The fact that you got your camp director ticket, you know, let everybody go in the water. You got that confidence like Christina Yang. Okay, good for you. I really want to go on a jet ski with you. That sounds so fun. We're going to do it one day. Even though I don't, you're going to teach me how to ride a jet ski? Because I I don't know how to. Okay, word. All right. Can't wait. And then my um, favorite memory from this summer, we were at Trinity Pines one of the last weeks and a few of us on leadership were at water balloons, like filling up water balloons. We're like, we need to do something fun with our team to pick teams for this weekend because like we had some big plans for the weekend just for like some staff, like fun things, going to escape room and everything. We're like... We want to pick teams, but we want to make it fun. Like they have to like almost This is hilarious, you guys. Oh almost gosh. like audition. I was not here, but I wish I was so but I love this. Yeah. This is so fun. So we're like at Water Balloons, I'm like, boot camp. We need to run a boot camp. Like they need to know that this is serious. They are this working for a position on our team. Like, and this is all a joke, obviously. To do an like, escape room. Boot camp. So I come up with like a physical game. Like I get these boards and I have like point A to point B, and the whole team has to work together holding the boards to get one staffer all the way from point A to point B, walking across the boards, right? So they're holding it like on their knees and stuff. It's so funny. And the, the way that she just came up with this on the spot, I mean, leave it to Anna to have some outrageous, extravagant game. Like, we're going to make a boot camp. Like, I had done it at camp before, like that game, but I literally so had funny. to go like find wood, like just around the campground. It was hilarious. She would. I'd love that. This is Anna's personality yeah. at its prime. And then we had um, the other like people on leadership. They were like, we should do a lip sync battle. And then we should do like a um, runway strut. Like they have to like do their best runway thing. And it was hilarious, y'all. It bonded our team like no other. Like it was the, it was literally so late. Coulter, our camp director was like, we probably shouldn't do it. Like they're going to be tired. It's the end of the week. It's the end of the summer. And I was like, Coulter, we are the best team ever. So yeah, I was best like, team ever. that's the truth. <laughs> our late night, like team meeting ends and I get up with my speaker and have jellyfish jam playing. And I'm like, who's ready for boot camp? And oh the whole gosh. team just stands up and they're like, I'm ready. Just and so even, tired after a full week yeah. camp. And they're like, I'm going to do it. And they did not even know what they were getting themselves into. Like we as like leadership didn't even really know yet. We were just kind of going with it. And it ended up being the like most fun that's night. Like a movie. I just love that. I have no plan, but you're just like, we're yeah. going to do a boot camp. We're going to come up with it as we go. It was awesome. But anyway, best friend, what was your favorite camp min- mm. um, memory? My favorite camp memory. Jellyfish Jam. I love that. If you guys don't know Jellyfish Jam, that is the SpongeBob song. You just need to go on your Spotify after you listen to this podcast, of course. I feel like I say that every single time. Um, and look up Jellyfish Jam by SpongeBob SquarePants on Spotify. It, you'll, you will be blessed. Okay. My favorite camp memory, it's simple. It's sweet. All right. This is the magic of camp. Anna definitely touched on it because the magic of camp is just the fact that a bunch of 20-year-olds had no idea what they were doing, but someone says, we're going to do boot camp, and suddenly you have, tw- like, guys, 20 years old, just strutting down, just, like, just giving your best runway strut. For what? Because you are in the magic of camp, okay? You are experiencing Christ-like joy. My example of this, it's very simple. It's the little things in life, okay? It's, it was this summer. It was the beginning of June. We're at Wendy's, okay? We're getting Frosties, okay? My church donated to our uh, team just, like, to help us with our ministry, and so we used some of it. Literally go to Wendy's because they were so generous. I'm not even kidding. And we donated a lot of it, just to clarify. But we went to Wendy's that day to celebrate. And we got all got Wendy's Frosties. And then I think they were like closing or something. And there's also like 18 of us in this small little Wendy's. So we all go outside in the parking lot. It's, guys, let me set the scene. It's perfectly misting. Like movie rain. Like movie-esque rain, okay? There's a rainbow 
once again, we have one of these frosties, okay? Childlike joy. We're just beaming ear to ear. <laughs> Everyone is screaming. We're just all so laughing. Special. People are taking pictures. We're just like, this is it. This is the peak of joy. Like I just, I think we have just finished like our first week of camp or something. So all the people that it's like their first time ever working camp, they're experiencing so many emotions. It's just so exciting. And everyone's just so happy for each other. It was just so wholesome. It and was. these, like that feeling happens all the time, all summer long. You're just like caught up in the moment of like, wow, I love these people so much. I love what we get to do for the glory of God. And that was just a moment. It, there, nothing special happened. But everything special happened, if you know yeah. what I'm saying. Word. Like, and that's the magic of camp, and that's why you should work camp. So, <laughs> just saying. All right, best friend. Um, we talked about a lot about, like, staff and being um, involved with staff, and that is just one great part of camp and how you get to build lifelong friendships from that. You get to um, learn so much about people, how to work with people, how to communicate with people, and just um, ministry in general. And so um, I want to move into talking a little bit more about campers and how um, we get to pour into them. So... What is your favorite camp memory with a camper? Like a serious camp memory, like a moment that you had with a camper that was just like, man, the Lord used me and I'm so glad that I was able to come in contact with that camper at that moment. Oh, yeah. See, I had a feeling you were going to ask me this. So I actually have an answer prepared. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, do Yeah, do. Yeah. Okay. And this was my first summer. So I worked three summers. It was my first summer. It was actually, it was the last week of our whole summer. So it was the last week of camp. Um, and I hadn't really had like a super serious moment with the camper yet. And I wasn't really that discouraged because I had a lot of awesome, like fun memories with them. But one point piece of, piece of camp too is I had always done recreation, which was where you're outside, really high pace, fast pace, playing games with kids. And you d- you're connecting all those games back to the gospel. But a lot of campers see you as just like the fun one and the one that's like really crazy and can't really have serious conversations about God. Sometimes it's hard to break that like barrier there and they maybe go to like their Bible study staffer more. <laughs> Anna's asking me this question about our pizza from on all transparency. Um, but this time it was Friday. It was literally the last day of camp. And I, so this camper had been on my blue crew. So I was on the blue team. That's fifth graders going into sixth grade. And she like ran up to me and I, you know, I've been with her all week and I knew a little bit of her story, but she ran up to me so excited. And she goes, coach Grace, like, I'm like you. And I was like, you're like me. Like, what do you mean? And she was like, I have so much joy. And like, I have so much energy and no one really understands, but the joy that you have and the way that you're so energetic, like I'm like that too. Once again, guys, this girl's like 11 years old. And she's telling me, she's like, I've always felt so misunderstood by my friends because, um, and also earlier that week, I had shared in a debrief at Recreation about how my, I grew up with my parents being divorced and like just um, God using that in my story. And she was like, my parents are divorced too, but I find comfort in, in God's hope. And we, we're so similar. And we just, t- we talked about how like she felt misunderstood because she had so much joy and hope in who God was despite her circumstances of her parents being divorced and what that had brought her through. And we talked about how it's evidence of our faith when we do experience that joy and we feel blessed in trials because our hope is so real. Our circumstances are real and it doesn't mean that they're not hard, but it means that beyond that and greater than that, God is real. And the hope that we have in that is what is greater than anything. And so just her feeling comforted in, I guess, being allowed to experience that joy. And just the fact that I had any hand in that, like it was just such an affirmation and a confirmation that I was exactly where God wanted me to be working camp. And not only that, but it kind of confirmed some things previously before I even went to camp that obviously I'm not perfect, but I was living in the identity of who God made me to be. And that my mm-hmm. joyful personality, um, I was finally beginning to understand what it meant to be joyful for Christ and not to bring all the attention and you know whatever to myself. Cause I had struggled with that in the past. And so just her 
a little 11 year old noticing that in me. Yeah. I know it blessed her to feel seen and it, I, she has no idea probably how much it blessed me and affirmed a lot of things that God had done in my life. So that was so cool. And the fact that I was at the very end of the summer, it, the emotions are already high. So the emotions were very, it was, it was just a lot that day. It was awesome. Yeah. And that's awesome. I'm so glad that the Lord was able to use you and use your story in that. Um, just to encourage her, even though literally you didn't know her from anywhere and you didn't know her situation, but even the Lord giving her that courage to step up it and was say so that. so cool. And like all my friends, like my, like our, like other blue Bible study staffers, like they, they were like, what, what? And I was, she's like, I'm like you. And I was like, okay. So then they like went over there and it was so, it That's was crazy. so awesome. It was so fun. What about you, Coach Anna? Tell us um, your favorite memory with the camper where you were able to have a really awesome conversation. Perf. Um, Perf. This summer, actually this summer at Shaco, um, I had two girls in my on my blue team at recreation and then also in my basketball track. Um, they were athletes. They were like literally stand out from um, the crowd. They were like tall basketball players, right? And um, they stuck by my side all week. Like from day one of me introducing myself at um, like the Bible study on the first night, they stuck by my side and they I like- I can affirm to this guy, I already know the story. I've seen, I saw Anna like talking about these campers and it's just so cool to see how God worked. I just wanted to say that. I, I literally, <laughs> this is all- all true, based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, no, it was insane, guys. And um, I was able to pour into them all week, just like asking about their life, asking about whether it was deep or whether it was just about what position they play in basketball and like coaching them and stuff. And I mean, like hang time, I was at the court. Like we were playing basketball, us three against three boys, three grown men, like it didn't matter. We were like, we were balling out. And um, these two girls were going back to the spot um, after track time. And I felt the Lord just be like, you need to be serious with them. Like you've built this relationship. They trust you. Um, you need to be serious with them about where they're at um, salvation wise. And so we're walking back to the spot and I got all the kids and we kind of get up to the spot and I'm like, do you guys know who Jesus is? Like, do you guys know Jesus? I'm, I've been talking about him all week. Like we've had all these conversations, but do you know who Jesus is like in your heart, like personally? And, um, one of them was like, yeah, yeah, I got saved and like told me the story and everything. And I was like, that's awesome. And then I looked at her friend and I was like, what about you? And she she was like, Coach Anna, I, I've heard all about it, but I don't know who he is. I've never, like when you say accept him in your heart, I don't know what all that means. And um, it was kind of in like a very crowded area. And so I told her, I was like, well, let's follow up on it. Like, let's talk about it. And like, she was trying to find her group leader and I had things to do. And so I was very intentional. I was like, hey, let's find me after worship. Like, let's talk after worship or at dinner or something. And um, I remember literally at dinner, she she came up to me and she's like, Coach Anna, make sure you find me after worship tonight. And like, she's scared because there's 900 people at this camp. And she's like, I have to find this one person in the crowd of people leaving. And I said, I will find you. And then at, at um, worship that night, again, she comes up to me before camper, camper scripture and she's like, hey, come find me, Coach Anna. Like, I want to talk to you. I want to know more. And um, after worship, I go and I talk to her and she shares her heart about how her family is and about how her identity has just been all over the place in different situations and how um, what I've been talking about to her this week and what she's heard through the pastors and through the Holy Spirit. She's like, I don't, I, I believe it. I don't know what to do next though. And I was able to literally take our gospel booklet and walk her through the gospel and um, share the gospel with her and affirm that she understood everything and 
prayed with her and she got saved um, at camp right there. Amen. It was so like seeing salvation and seeing the fruit come from a hard week of camp. And I know it's not about us and it's not about us seeing anything, but the Lord was faithful enough and he was gracious enough to let me see that. And um, yeah, I got to pray with her and then just the rest of the week, because it was like day three, I think. The rest of the week, I got to watch her beam. That's I the mean, sweetest like, thing ever. Just glow with like the and joy of the Lord. And it's true, she was beaming. Oh my gosh, because the Holy awesome. Spirit, had, she had the joy of the Spirit. Word. And that was so evident in her life. Yes, that was so awesome, because I remember you mentioning her like at the beginning of the week. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay. So now we're going to move into the debrief. So wake up. Are you awake? Okay, it's debrief time because we're on the debrief podcast. Okay, this week we, to, you know, to tie in with camp, this is has to do with camp and more. That way it can be applicable to all of our listeners, of course. Um, we're just talking about practical tips to implement into service, okay? And not volleyball service, but serving the Lord, guys. And not only service, but how you can be intentional when you serve. No, it's not enough just to show up. It's great that you show up if you are serving in your church right now, in your local church. God does call us to be active members of his church and be a part of his people. And what are you doing with that time? Okay. Word. So I have just some, yeah, word. So I have just some uh, points that I've kind of gone together uh, just of my experience serving in the church. And I've definitely have not woken up every single day to go serve, whether it's in, with my youth group or the life group, um, whatever, or at camp, you know. Um, hopefully this is helpful for any walk that you're currently finding yourself in. And if you're not serving anywhere right now, that's your first step. Yeah, guys. I think that we as Christians and um, even just as people in different situations can get so comfortable um, with just showing up and like checking it off um, of our list. Yeah, and like um, I think that the Lord calls us to so much more than that. And Grace has a few verses that she's going to read to you guys about that. But I think he just calls us to such a bigger work um, and so going into thinking about service and how you're serving, um, just examine your heart and ask the Lord to examine your heart in that and um, ask him how you can be more intentional with the people that you're around, like whether that's asking questions or literally like they say something to you, like a concern, pray with them right there. Like, don't wait. Like word. that's a time where you can... That's a challenge. That's a word. Yeah, where you can be super intentional with them. But Grace has some more tips for you guys um, and some scripture to back this up. Um just talking yes. about service. Yes, okay. Um, yeah, so if you're serving it Sunday, that's great, but let's not check off the box. Let's be for real, for real. Okay, so first one, this is a quote that you've definitely all heard. It's kind of basic and it goes with your job, but we're going to kind of dive deeper into that. And that is, remember your why. Remember your why. I definitely hear this a lot, just being in teaching. People always say, oh, remember your why, why you started teaching. And a more practical way to break this kind of more down, I've done this with camp uh, every year, is I establish a verse. I establish a verse that I'm going to, pick to get me through that whole summer. Kind of a verse that I, I, you know, I look around and I pray and I ask God, like, what verse do you have for me this summer? And when I pick a verse, I want to be very specific that it's going to call me out when I'm not doing, you know, when I'm not serving God with the fullness that I should. Like, I'm talking James, like, serve the Lord with all you have. Do not think about yourself. Like, do not be angry. Like, with fervent in the spirit. Yeah, like, very, be like, diligent. Up front, yeah. Like, do this like, you know, on the days where I'm tired and I don't want to. I need someone, I need a verse that's going to... Hit me where I need to be hit. Um, and or a song, like a song that was super, super helpful and even getting me to camp was Available by Elevation Worship. If you want a good cry and just worship the Lord moment, listening to Available by Elevation. Um, but yeah, pick a verse and or a song that you can kind of go back to and just be like, okay, this is where God's calling me to be. I'm, I am making a sacrifice for the Lord. This is good. Um, so that's one. Um, two, this is, okay, so that was like the fluff, like sweet, yay, find a verse, find a song, read the Bible. This is like if you need a little more like smack in the face moment. <laughs> um, like if you're like me and sometimes you just need, you know, the hard cold truth. Um, if you're lacking in being all in to where God's, God has you, especially if you're in a church 
community and like let's say you're um, like a third grade it's like Sunday school leader, if you show up and you simply are there and you don't invest in the lives around you or you don't even ask questions, that's just very harmful to the kingdom of God. That's yeah. harmful. And I think that even like when you're filling that position, you have a role. Mm. Like it's not just like I'm filling this position for myself so I can say I'm serving God's kingdom. No, you have a role in that church, in that ministry for the people around you to do your job. Like sometimes, yeah. like she's saying, like the cold hard truth, sometimes you need that. And even at camp, sometimes it's like, no, this is... Like you are the recreation staffer. You're with them for this next hour. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, like you have to do your job, the job that like, and meet the expectations of that job in order for that ministry to continue to go. Like, yes, the Lord is going to move how he wants to move. And yes, he doesn't even need you if he didn't like wasn't gracious enough to allow us to be a part of that. But Amen. like, he really could just be like, no, but you ha- you are called and you have a job to do. Like yeah. you need to do that job. Yeah. Or, yeah, you get to serve the Lord. So don't lose sight of the privilege that it is to get to serve the Lord. And yeah, make sure you're investing into the lives of those kids. Um, uh, next, um, know that you won't always feel the want to, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't. Yeah. You know, every day you're not going to wake up and say, oh my gosh, I get to serve the lives of third graders. Like, or I get to work the camera today. Or I get to click the, the slides and purpose center. Like, you're not always going to, some days you will. And that's awesome. But on the days when you wake up and you want to sleep in the extra time or you don't feel like you can focus enough that day or the kids are going to be slimy, they will. <laughs> know that that's where God's called you to be and such a blessing to be able to serve his kingdom there. So yeah. um, don't focus on your feelings. Focus on obedience um, and following and pursuing holiness. And word. Word. If you don't, you know, if you don't feel that, also a practical point is just to pray. Pray, ask God for the passion, be honest with him. Hey, when I'm going to church, I don't really feel like I'm all in with these kids. I'm having a hard time actually wanting to invest and actually be present. Pray for a passion and desire. Pray that God would would change that heart within you. Pray that he would give you a genuine desire to serve him like you never have wanted to serve him before. Grace Grace has been talking about surrender. Like you have that initial surrender into that ministry, but then she's also been saying re-surrender. Like we need to surrender and re-surrender. Like every day and every single time we go into that ministry, we need to surrender our lives to him and what he wants to do through us. Yes, and amen. Yes. Um, and with as you pray, set goals for how you want to grow and challenge yourself and have people in your life to hold you accountable. Help, like we would be glad to hold you accountable in that too. So for example, like a goal you could set is if you're, you are serving in ministry, whether that's youth or kids or, or you know, a young adult, if you, maybe a goal can be, I want to be more comfortable with communicating the gospel. You know, I don't really, I'm not good at communicating the gospel. I'm not, I always take too long or I don't know how to word it in a way people can understand. Challenge yourself, like practice with a friend. Like, okay, I'm going to try to go through the gospel, like for a kid or whatever, you know, <laughs> just like literally practice, like communicating the gospel or whatever. A little bit of awkwardness is, is worth it. Oh yeah. It's a little bit. Yeah. It's so worth it. If it has literally leads to salvation, that'd be awesome. Um, or maybe you work more behind the scenes, you know, you work with the tech crew, like, okay, say your goal could be, I want to actually know the people that are on my team. Okay. Yeah. I show up and I work the camera and I do a great job, but maybe you can challenge yourself a little extra and go the extra mile and say, okay, I'm going to show up 15 minutes early to serve. That way I can talk with the people that are on my team and I can know them. And I can maybe pray with them or have some more extra community there. Or I'm going to say 15 minutes after just so I can actually get to know the body of Christ that I'm working with. Um, those are some practical things. I hope that's helpful. It's been helpful for me and just serving the Lord and whenever my feelings get in the way. Um, and just some verses to follow up with that to kind of just know that you're not, you know, it's not just me talking, <laughs> which it definitely is my experience, but also the Bible tells us. Um, I have two verses. In 2 Corinthians 5, at verse 20, it talks about how we are Christ's ambassadors. So what Anna was talking about, how we are literally there to represent Jesus. And that's such 
a big call and a call that we can do because it's not on our own strength. Lord. In 2 Corinthians, it tells us, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ since God is making his appeal through us. See, God is choosing to use us. We plead on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So it's all in God's honor and in his strength and in his glory that we get to be used. So, um, and then lastly, in James, like I was talking about earlier, James will just hit you where you need to be hit yeah. so you can <laughs> get whipped into shape. Uh, James 2, 22, lots of twos. Uh, this talks about earlier, just kind of where we're getting serious about how if we're not using our faith to um, actually go forth and do good works, it can be harmful. It says that, you see, that faith was active together with his works, and by works, faith was made complete. Now, it's a whole other podcast about faith and works. If you have faith in Jesus Christ, you are saved, and hallelujah for that. And when we have faith in God, that does produce good fruit in our life, and that does produce good works because we want to honor God, because we've been saved by him, and we recognize the the weight and the goodness of that. So... Exercise your faith, serve your local church, Word. be in community, and be intentional with your service. Word. Preach, best friend. I'm proud of you. Love you guys. Yeah, guys. <laughs> I'm so excited. I <laughs> love service. All of that's from the heart. And I um, I hope that you guys had a great time listening to us talk about camp and um, all that <laughs> it brings um, to our lives and just how it's shaped us and molded us and how we've had great experiences there. And if you are interested in working camp, go ahead and check out our website, um, Centrakid.com. Not our website, not the Deep Group website. That'd be cool though. Yeah, Centrakid website. Is yeah, Centricid. we're going to link it in our show notes, www.centrakid.com. It'll be in our show notes. You can go look and just see more information written down about what camp is and you can go apply right now. Yeah, if you have you any can. more questions, please DM us on the Debrief Podcast. We love you so much and we are passionate about camp because God is so good and the lives of kids are so important. Thanks for listening. That was our <laughs> podcast. We'll catch you later, boys.